0: I want to start off with something I saw on the Cardinal Divas of SC page from you. And it said, I created this to uplift Black people and Black voices while still at a PWI. And I'm a PWI grad, University of Florida. And I feel like the experience is very unique. And sometimes it's hard to explain to someone who has not been Black at a PWI. So I want to ask you, what was the moment or experience where you were like, black people on this campus need more empowerment need to be uplifted and I
1: want to be a part of that so honestly it it really started before I even got on campus it was during covid so my freshman year we were all at home and I was looking for ways for when I got back on campus that I was gonna get back into dancing and athletics while I was in college and I was scrolling through all the teams that they had and I was just like, Mm. there was just one little token black girl mm-hmm. and you can tell that she was cutting it to a certain type of way. And I knew that I was never going to fit that. Like I have my natural hair. Um I don't dance like them. I don't have, I don't even look like them in size or stature. And it was just like, mm. if I'm looking on all of these teams, then I know that there are actual black girls that are here on campus that feel the same way that I do. And I was like, I'm already doing majorette and I don't want to stop. So this will be a way for me to continue not only dancing, but making a space for girls like me, because I know I'm not the only one that's going to feel like this. So.
0: Yeah. How did you go about finding the other girls that felt the same way? You know,
1: I just posted on Instagram <laughs> I was like, hey, y'all, I'm cleaning the majorette team. Let me know if you guys are interested or want to help out or even want to try out when it's time. And then I also put that in our Black SC group chat, um, group me. And so I was really just blasting it wherever I could.
0: Yeah. And what was the response? Was it immediate? Did it take some time?
1: It actually was like pretty Immediate everybody was so hyped and they were like oh my gosh yes I'm so excited we should have been did this I'm so happy you did this I can't wait Da-da-da. so it was really exciting I was like, oh great this is what I like to hear you know you want to have that support when you're going into something so big
0: for sure so from the moment you had the idea to putting it in the group chat like how long was that because I know sometimes we have ideas and it's like I'm gonna sit on it for a little bit I'm
1: gonna see how what was the timeline? So if we go back to my freshman year, I didn't really know anybody. We're online. We're at home. And then I moved to L.A. the second semester of my freshman year. And that's when I started, like, planting little tiny seeds in people's ears. But, like, nothing crazy because I was like, I don't like to talk about stuff that I didn't fully develop yet. So I'm not going to go too much into depth until I know 100% that it's done and happening. So, you know, little by ear with my close friends type of thing, just to hear their opinions, their thoughts. And they're like, yes, this is great. Like, people are really going to want this. And then once we started getting into classes and I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely see that there will be an interest because I see how these girls dance. I see how they act. I see how, like, they want to have something for them, by them, and it's not here yet. So I was like, okay, this is going to be great. This is going to work out. I, of course, didn't think it would go, like, crazy viral. But I was like, this is going to do for USC. It's going to be great, you know. Maybe the fans might hate it, but it's okay. This is the name of the game. So,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: So, okay, first game. What went into the first
0: game? Everybody saw the viral video. Y'all look great. Uniforms, hair, hair. Makeup, everything looked great. But I'm sure there was a lot that went into getting to that moment.
1: Yes. You know, okay. So let's give a little, little tea. Okay. <laughs> I, I work with athletics, right? And I also work with uh, USG, University Student Government. And so I had a little pool in areas, you know? And I was like, y'all. And we were practicing every day every single day at 10 p.m. Yes, 10 p.m. That was the only time that worked. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <So, laughs> we were like, okay, I was like, y'all, y'all have to be ready. Look, this is a student organization, so we're, like, certified, but I'm going to finesse these seats. So y'all have to act like y'all belong in order for us to stay there. Okay? Okay. And so my job with student government, I was – well, I still am. I'm a um, gate call coordinator. So basically I have the list and I decide who gets to come into these games early. You Beautiful. <laughs> so and then also I work with athletics. So I'm talking to all my, like my, my coworkers, my boss, you know, I'm like, so you know, what are you thinking here? You know? Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm putting a whole Carl Diva's team on this list right now. And I'll I put the team name and I put everybody underneath that organization. I put it down. I was like, okay, y'all have to be here two hours before the game so we can get our seats and we're gonna stay there the entire time so nobody can take our seats. They're not they're not gene anything. <laughs> and so honestly, I didn't know how, how it was gonna work. I was like, we could get kicked out. I don't know. But I have faith that that this I I finessed well enough for us to stay here. And I finessed the perfect spot, the perfect amount of seats. It was like the dream first game. Like, the energy was there. The sunlight was beaming until the game started. And then it was dark. And then there was the beaming lights throughout the field. And it was just, mm, and everybody was like, what's going on? Who, what, who? so it's just so much energy and so much excitement because they were like, you want to watch the game, but forget the game. Look at these girls like, what? Mm -hmm. And so it was really just like a really surreal moment. And it was just so fun. Oh, my goodness. It looked fun. And it looked like y'all were
0: supposed to be there. It looked like that was not the first game. Like, yes, like y'all were ready to go. And being from Miami, like this is what I see from all the way from a high school level going up but it's not something i saw at uf
1: so oh how did people who did not look like us react to y'all they were actually like really excited they they didn't know what they they didn't know anything but <laughs> they would be like oh my gosh what are you guys doing like are you guys like a new team what is this like you guys are eating you're killing it you know how they be trying to keep up with the lingo and stuff <laughs> and-, <laughs> and they were like we were like, yes, we're the Cardinal Divas of SC. We're a new majorette team. And they're like, majorette? What is majorette? And so, you know, you got to give a cliff Notes version of majorette. And it was just like, yeah, we're basically here just to support the team and dance and have fun in the stands while our team is out there winning games. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is amazing. You guys should have been here. Like, this is the energy we need. Like, I tell you, every – Every break, every second that that the game wasn't on, they people were coming and talking to us. What is this? Oh my gosh, I love it. Like even the the new football coach, Lincoln Riley, he even came up to us saying how he loves it and he supports and he took a picture with us. And you know, it was just everybody loves the energy that we exude when we're just there. So yeah. Great. What was your first experience
0: with majorette style dancing?
1: My first experience was so long ago. So I'm from Chicago okay. and we have majorette teams in high schools and stuff too, but I was in second or third grade and I've been dancing since I was two. So Dancing, dancing, dancing. And I'm also a gymnast. So I'm dancing and tumbling. Oh, you days. just do all the things. <laughs> right, exactly. And so um now that I get to second, third grade, one of the, she's also a dancer at our studio, but she's a coach at one of these high schools that my mom works at. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, she asked my mom and she was like, I know you work here, and so I wanted to see, I wanted to ask if your daughter could join our majorette team. And so this would be me, second, third grader. What I don't even know how what that is. Not I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know eight, my, Seven, my, eight. My, some little young age mm-hmm. dancing with high schoolers. And I was like, Yes, any way to dance, like I'm gonna do it because I grew up watching um Southern, uh ASU, Jackson. I was I, it was just all in there. Like my mom, both of my parents worked at schools at high school. So of course they would be going to visit colleges. And so I just got to be like in that little loophole and venture out and look at all this cool stuff. And I was just like, oh my God, duh, I want to dance. I want to keep dancing. <laughs> um, so that's really where I got introduced to Majorette. And it was really like a whirlwind of stuff because honestly, I didn't even have a lot of time to be on the team, but so basically like the day of a performance for like a halftime show, I would literally learn the performance that day. Day of is Day of, day is... of Okay. Practices. <laughs> and so I would learn it day of. They would make my costume, they would have my costume already made. Bam, we're ready to go out on the floor at 7:30 p.m. And I'd be like, Well, mm, I just love it here. I just love the dance. <laughs> <laughs> So you were just ready to go. Day of. Yeah. It was crazy. I don't I don't know how I did that actually. Cause that's that's actually really crazy.
0: Yeah. So that tells me day of your first game at USC,
1: you were not nervous, or were you? No, I don't really no, I don't get that nervous anymore. Like I'll get nervous, but it's like a good nervous. I feel like there's always the right amount of nervous you want to have just so you know you care. Mm-hmm. But with this, I was just so excited, and I was I was actually low-key a little emo, and I don't get emotional about stuff, but it was just like, uh, this dream I done had for, what, two, three years is coming true, and it just feels like I'm just surrounded by so much love with, from the team, and it was just great to have these girls who... Some of them didn't even know me, but they still believed in what I wanted to have and what I wanted to bring here. And so, being able to have them support me and believe in the vision, and and then seeing it, it's like ah. So (laughs) that's how I felt
0: watching y'all video. Honestly, like I obviously did not know the backstory, but I just knew how hard it had to be to like get that from an idea into like y'all were right there, like premium seats. It didn't look like anyone was in front of y'all. That's already hard enough to do at a big college football game. But to be there, to be Black, to be beautiful, to be dancing when the band is somewhere else Mm -hmm. and, like, y'all are not necessarily with the band, y'all are there on your own. Like, I know that had to be something.
1: It was crazy. Like, and honestly, the band wasn't even playing that much this game. And so we was like, this is literally the perfect time. I teamed up with the – with the DJ, his name is DJ Mosky. you going like,
0: in doing everybody.
1: I'm telling y'all, the connections be connected. And we became close, like I'll be texting him, oh, these are songs right here. And then he'll be like, I got you. And so <laughs> bam, another set, another set. And it was just, it just felt so good because even like the, the cheerleaders and the dancers that are on the field, they were like, oh my gosh. Who are they? And so it's just really exciting because it's like all the eyes are on you. Like, they're just like, I can't stop looking.
0: Yeah. So after the first game, videos go viral. You are on ESPN with your team. You're at Good Morning America,
1: Jennifer Hudson. What was that like? That was crazy. (laughs) Like, I'm literally going to explain it as fast as I possibly can for you real quick literally after the game, it's like 10, 11 PM. And I'm like, I'm just so proud of us. I'm going to post them on my Twitter. And you know how Twitter, you never get no likes on nothing. Like, it is the most humbling social media platform. <laughs> get, you think you're doing it and it's like one like. One. And so I'm I'm really posting this for myself at this point. So I'm like, period, y'all. I just created a major team. I'm so proud of us. Look at us go. <laughs> It's 11 p.m. So I really was like, nobody's literally on here. Nobody cares. And you're West Coast. So exactly. West Coast. So it's it's basically 1 a.m. everywhere else. And I was like, post. 30 minutes later, I'm like, 50 likes? 50? I don't even get 50 likes when I post a picture of myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh. And then, like, my phone did not stop buzzing. And I was like, Bro what is going on next thing you know i'm going viral and i said (laughs) me Uh, viral because i was like i knew it was going to happen one day but i just did not imagine it like this at all so it was just really crazy and then jennifer hudson when they emailed me i said this is a scam This is not them (laughs) this ain't jennifer hudson (laughs) literally not her i was like jennifer hudson got a tv show what, where have I been? I know I don't watch TV no more, but niche. So I was like, "This can't be real." I replied, "But like, scam." <laughs> it was not a scam. I said, "Oh my god!" And and my favorite movie was Dream Girls. Well, it is Dream Girls, and so this was just like, "Oh my god, this is too much for me." Like I full can't.
0: Circle, full circle.
1: Literally, it was full circle, and then being able to go on ESPN and Good Morning America, I was like. Uh, it's crazy. Like, I genuinely did not expect this to happen at all. Like, I was just like, I just want to create a team, you know? I just want, that's it. Like, I didn't think, you know, people were going to be, like, loving it from all over the country and then all over the world. And it was just so so much. And I was just so happy and so, uh, I couldn't stop smiling and crying. But it was good to yourself, so.
0: Good tears, good tears, very good. Because I know a lot of times with the love comes haters and naysayers, and I know there was a whole conversation on Twitter, per usual, PWI versus HBCU. How did you navigate that while also keeping the high of being very proud of yourself?
1: So, honestly, Honest this moment, I genuinely don't care what people have to say about me. Oops, but <laughs> oops, <laughs> yeah. Um, growing up like being in competitive gymnastics and being a dancer, it was just never my, it was just, I was never in competition with other people. It was just always, I'm competing against myself. I'm just trying to better myself right now. And then it just carries on. And my parents, they know this. Like, I don't care about nothing. Nobody has to say if it doesn't include something positive. And so it, it did not phase me one bit. I was like, That really does suck that you guys hate this. But I did not do it for you guys. Like, y'all are wet. Y'all, like, you guys are out of college. Like, this doesn't even concern you, to be very frank. And I'm doing this for the Black people, not just for the Black people at HBCUs, not just for the Black people at PWIs. I'm doing this for Black people, period. Because guess what? When you go walk into an audition, an interview, you're still going to be Black. It doesn't matter what school you came from they're gonna see you as a black person. So there's nothing I can do, you can do. And so that's really all I could say to to myself and to my team.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a great mindset because it just always happens. Someone's really happy about something, someone posts something so positive, no negativity attached and all of a sudden, why she ain't just go here or why she ain't do it like this. And it's just like, how about you create something Where you want to create it and you do it how you want to do it this Mm -hmm. is princess this cardinal Divas of sc and let them do what they do so i i have a lot of respect for the way y'all navigated that because Mm -hmm. i didn't see anything where y'all were like being nasty or like talking down on people y'all were genuinely like i understand where y'all are coming from but this is what we're doing
1: yeah yeah i made that very clear to to the team like we're not responding to any negativity you're not doing anything, you could put it in in our group chat with just the 10 of us. But outside of that, it's not going anywhere, because this isn't about the negativity. We're just here to spread the awareness and keep it going, because I wanted Majorette on a larger platform. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. So we can only just say thank you to the the positivity and to the negativity, because it's going to keep having us the topic of conversation. So
0: First season, looking back, what are some of the moments that stand out to you as some of your favorites?
1: My favorites. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to say definitely the first game, obviously. the for its own reasons. And then I'll say this one isn't even an on-the-field experience, but – It was when Essence did an article on me and I just broke down crying. Embarrassing. But it's okay. (laughs) Because it was just so surreal. And it was just like, I just felt my grandma's looking at me and watching me and being so proud. And so it really meant a lot to me. That was really big for me. And then I'll say another favorite moment was when Together did a short film on me and they got to follow me around. And it was a really, really really long day. I had rehearsal for my show and then I had to do the game. So I ran over to the stadium and then back over to rehearsal. And so it was just really great for for them to see like the life that I that I leave basically every day. And it was just exciting to let people in and because I know so many people had questions after everything happened. So felt like it was a good way to introduce me in a way.
0: Yeah. And what were some of the more challenging moments that you found a way to overcome?
1: I would say most challenging was figuring out how I can still speak for the team while being honest with myself and with the team, like in support of USC and how we don't have any, basically. And it was just trying to find a way to... Not hide that fact, but also still trying to make sure that we can have a relationship with them when the time hopefully comes and not, you know, putting them on full blast, but still people realizing, like, where is their support system, you know? So that was hard trying to figure out how to maneuver through conversations while keeping it, you know, professional, but also being able to say we don't have support we, we want support. We have support for pictures, but we don't have support in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll also say how, how few people did not believe in me at all. Like, they were, like, even coming into this and trying to further it for, like, next season example. And they were like, oh, I want to be president, too, one day. Like, that's literally verbatim. So I forget that phrase. Because he was just like, dang, you really don't believe in me, huh? And so I had to I had to tell them. I can't yeah. I know I didn't even tell them. I had to show them better than I could tell them. Because it was just like, dang, you believe so little in me. But it was just like a little, a little push to keep going. Cause you know, there's always gonna be people like that wherever you are. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Year two tryouts. Is it bigger and better
1: than year one? It definitely was, and it was in person, so that was exciting. Uh, it was actually a, a really good turnout. I was very shocked, and I was excited, too. And then, even still, right now, people are like, when are our auditions? Like, did we miss them? And I was like, yes, you did miss them. See you next year. Yeah, like, you're supposed to be on the Instagram. Get on your Zoom. You got to get on your Zoom. <laughs> and it was crazy, because I was like, what do you want me to do? I, I posted it on my my social media, Colonel D was social media. The team was posting it like, I can only help so much, guys. But yeah. it's just really exciting to see how many people continue to want to be a part of it. And it's just like, mm. the sort of a great legacy.
0: I'm excited. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about that because I know you're a Delta. I'm an AKA and we know the history of, yes, hey, Sister Greek. We <laughs> the history and just the importance of these organizations on campus so mm-hmm. in a way do you see yourself being what your founders would have dreamed dreamt of someone being a trailblazer in a space where there wasn't necessarily something for you of this sort and you created it
1: yes yes great question absolutely like honestly i'm because we have like a little awards we have awards, you know, yearly, bi-yearly and this is where they're named after some of our founders too and it's just like wow, I can't wait to get I can't wait to get this award one day because I know she's so proud of me and it's just exciting to see like wow, I I am doing exactly what my founders did and I'm doing exactly what they want me to continue doing, not just being a trailblazer at school, but being a trailblazer for the Black community and being able to continue uplifting them and putting them on that pedestal that they deserve to be on. And I'm just so happy that I get to be a part of rewriting history and putting it back on the market. Like even TikTok right now and how Majorette is this big thing now. And I don't want to say it's because of me, but I'll say it. You're definitely a part of that surge. I'll say it. (laughs) <laughs> and so it's just exciting to see like how all of our history gets to come back and we get to explain it and we get to show it off the way that it deserves to be shown off and not watered down in any t- type of way and I'm just I'm just so honored to be a part of the the, the history that it's going yeah, you are a trailblazer. You're doing the things. You're making
0: it happen. So virtual flowers, virtual flowers for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so you're about to graduate. What is your vision once you graduate for Cardinal Divas?
1: Let me tell y'all right now, I'm going to tell you and the whole is going to be listening to this podcast here. I want y'all to know the Cardinal Divas of SC will be on the field. Okay, they will be on the field and it might not be tomorrow. It might not be the day after that. But I promise you, if I have any control, we will be on the field. And, you know, we might just be on some other fields, too. You never know, because we have parades and everything. Yes, exactly. People people see this stuff. And I just want people to know that. It doesn't matter how many people are telling you no. All you need is one singular yes. And even if you are your own yes, it is okay. Like, don't stop. Keep going. It's all going to be worth it. If you have that vision, if you have that determination, anything is possible. And I'm basically living proof of that. So I just want the carnal Divas of SC to continue holding on to this legacy and being able to be the team at USC, not just a student organization, an athletic team that gets the same support as the other dance teams on this campus. I want them to be at that same exact level. And I'm going to keep working towards getting that. And I'm not going to stop.
0: I love that. So i like to end with this question. Who is someone who has been instrumental in your success that you have not had a chance to tell? Who is that person, and
1: what is your message to them? Mm. Honestly, I feel like I have—I've told them already, okay, all the time. But it's definitely my parents, like 100%. My mama and my daddy—they—they've been holding me down since day one. I promise, like, doesn't matter what I want to do, they're 100% supporting it. Like, you want to dance? Dance classes every day. You want to tumble? Tumbling every day. You want to sing now? Can you even sing? I don't know, but we're going to put you in the voice and We're going to find out. <laughs> you don't want to go to a normal high school? You want to go to a performance high school? Go. You, you want to go to USC thousands of miles away from home? We're going to support you. Go. It's just been, there's never been a doubt in their mind about me. And I feel like that just, it just keeps me going. And it, it makes me so grateful to have parents like that, because I know a lot of us don't. And you so know. I want to be able to not only thank my parents, but I want to be able to one day be able to return the favor. And it just makes me so, 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 so grateful.
0: Yes. Well, I know they're proud of you and you're doing all the things. It's all coming together the dancing, the tumbling, it's all coming <laughs> together. So thank you for your time. I really enjoyed this interview. Of course. Thank you for having me.